Welcome to the Pallardy Podcast. This is Matt. What's up? It's Buckets. Uh-oh, it's Buckets. Wow. Well, then it's Hollywood in the building, <laughs> too. Let's go, go baby. <laughs> Clutch here. Clutch. What else you got? Everybody's got a couple of nicknames. The Body. That's another one. Papa Pal. My self-proclaimed one was Nick Nicholas the Ridiculous. So there's that. That's a good that's nice that's, Matt made clutch good. for himself. I was given Hollywood, though. That was not like self-generated. I was given no. buckets and Papa Pal. And Bloodhound. Oh, God. Bloodhound. Oh, yeah. Bloodhound. Only Whoa. Steve. Yeah, that's why not. I don't that's think a, I know about this one. That's Andy Bass. So he found out, you know, when I was in high school, this was probably my freshman or sophomore year, probably my sophomore, because that's how Steve McKenzie knows about it. And he found out I couldn't smell. And then, like, Coach Bass just went nuts, and he started calling me bloodhound in practice. Oh, boy. <laughs> Everybody freaks out. If that went, Actually, let's just announce that to the world. Yeah, Ben cannot smell, everyone. That's yeah. a fact. So, never has. Might in the future. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> but, <laughs> if, if he comes at me like you did before this podcast, I might just knock him right in the face and then it'll smell. And then he can smell all of a sudden. Yeah. I thought in college when I got like cold clocked and then kind of made my nose a different shape, I thought maybe you were hoping it was going to be able to smell. And then, no. You were like, can I smell something? Is that what yeah. that is? I was like, finally, somebody got me. <laughs> now, Danny, uh, Danny Miller asked me at, at grandpa's funeral and he's like, he found out I couldn't smell, and he's like, oh, so can you taste? Yeah, I was so, there. That's the yeah. standard follow-up, though, isn't it? No. I was like, yeah, I taste. Like and I, the answer I is eat. no, he can't. That's why he puts <laughs> hot sauce and salsa on everything. That's not true. No. I just taste it. And if it's not like you. something exotic. You don't know. Dude, you're – all right, I'll leave it at that. No, you won't. No, something I tells me you leave won't it just leave it at Only because he's literally walking away <laughs> yeah, right now for some he's reason. Gonna leave. <laughs> We've started. We're a minute in. He's d- drops the mic and he's out. <laughs> well, he did talk about firing us, so you know, yeah, this, he's firing so this is himself. It. Yeah, he's gonna somebody's got to get fired here. No, but then the other thing that always gets me about the like when they find out I can't smell is like, whoa, can you smell a skunk? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like no, no, like I can't smell anything. So just like how a blind man can't see, I can't smell. Like, oh, can you see a tree? Know, right? No, but I bet you can see a river. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude. It's every for time. Oh, but like, for real, you wouldn't ask a blind person that, or like a deaf person. No. They can banging louder. Can you, <laughs> can you hear this? You start screaming at them. You know who, yeah, there's a, that Jason Sudeikis, he can't smell either. Well, the, there's two of you now the actor yeah and then he was he was on a talk show and he was going through all the things that like people say to him and i was like oh my god he really can't smell because i was like he right. goes through the same i've heard these i I, I know these these lines I, I should like send them an email or something can you even find celebrities emails what do you do how do you get twitter i guess right doesn't he have twitter yeah, you Aren't have you to on go twitter? to them like on social media is your only shot that's it yeah We'll how send them this podcast okay. episode about not or smelling show up him. to an event, like figure out what event they're going to be at. Sometimes oh. they'll do like stuff like that. Obviously, you're not doing any of this. You're not going to email me this. <laughs> it's so not. stupid. I probably well, won't we... even tag him on Twitter. <laughs> no, this has been the worst minute of our podcast yet. Let's move on past Jason here. But other people do these things. Yeah, that's there. that's a lot of time. That's a lot of free time. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, I do know we wanted to talk about um, our grandpa passing away. Old Tom, old T. Um, that was what about two weeks ago now. Um, yes. And yeah, it's been pretty tough. It was it was tough, but it was good to see how much people loved him. I thought that was pretty cool to see how everybody come back. You know, most people when they pass away, you know, when they're eighty or ninety years old, they have very small funerals, very small gatherings, and grandpa's was like the whole town of st charles came out so i think that showed a lot i thought that was really cool yeah agreed it was awesome to see all those people yeah, yeah and that and that's just a testament to who he was and how he lived his life just as a happy uh, he could have contributed a lot to the happiness podcast always a, yes. uh, always a uh, always in a good mood always bringing up everybody else's mood you know Dad was he saying have, he he could have and should have done the happiness podcasts. I don't know anybody who lived a happier life than grandpa. The dude was singing, smiling, cracking jokes 24-7, just always in a great mood. I didn't realize I felt like I had so many epiphanies about how many similarities and how many things I got from grandpa mm. like that weekend. I, after reflecting on it and talking with dad and just like like he was super competitive, yeah, but also was always in a good mood. You know, that whole the story that uh, the pastor said about grandpa playing tennis that and was how great. grandpa was like, I don't care if it's <laughs> in or out. It. He's like, I came to play. I was like, dude, that is some <laughs> I game came to here. play. <laughs> that was yeah. such a good line. Yeah, shit, and then and he the said, fact, I can't see the fucking ball anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know. But like, just he's going to. So, so he just hits it because yeah. he man. came to play, baby. I agree, though. Play. That's how I am. Like, unless you know for sure it's out, like, play on, baby. Let's go. But, like, I love it. It was just so cool. All of it was. So it was. It was good to, like, just talk about him, you know. And I don't know. Yeah, dad was even like, because dad would see, you know, dad would see more of his, if, if grandpa had downtimes, he would see it more than we would have. But that sure. was like, he was hardly ever in a bad mood. Yeah. Which is like his whole life. Man. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. And I will say, like, dad's eulogy, oh, my gosh, dude. He was good. Unbelievable. I honestly can say I'm 29 years old. I don't think I was ever more proud of dad ever in my life than after he did that. Like, that was the best and coolest thing I've ever seen dad do in my life, straight up. He was rock solid. You know, he's good at speeches, though. Like It was unbelievable, has- man. Like, and you can see why he's the leader yeah at Boeing you can see why he manages like it now like the dude is just a baller and like his composure the way he delivered it I mean it was like literally the coolest thing I've ever seen dad do and like obviously the biggest and hardest thing he's ever had to do in his life too right like think of it that way that's the toughest thing dad's ever had to do was get up there and do that for grandpa and he fucking knocked it out of the park like literally amazing so I just want that to go on record yeah, that was like it was literally one of the coolest and best moments I've ever, you know, it was just awesome. So. I couldn't believe how he stayed Agreed. so like calm. It was unbelievable, the man. Things, you know, I don't know. I It was such a special I don't moment. think I could have done that. You know what was funny? I, I don't is think I could. I don't Dad was like I he was like I really didn't try to like 
look at you guys because he was like it would have been too tough to look at you guys i was like dad we made eye contact throughout the entire thing and <laughs> right he, i don't think he i knew thought it. so too <laughs> he, and he was looking at us i felt like he was looking at us and the family the most because why wouldn't you but he in his mind he thought he was like trying to look up at the crowd i'm like no dude you were staring now whether you know it or not you were looking right at us and like yeah. i mean he did a great job of looking up too right but i mean anyways it was just awesome it was a really cool moment special moment i'll never forget it so yeah and then i had to go up and do a reading right after <laughs> justin yeah. goes that's you i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i have to follow this okay wipe my tears yeah c plus at best good job though at least I, you know, didn't <laughs> fall down while I was going up there. And yeah, that's that, true. That's true. I, said, direction. I said words. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what I read. I know, nobody does. It didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. Grandma does. Yeah. You kept it she together. It you said your lines, but like what dad did was really special. So it really was. I yeah. agree. It was awesome. It was awesome. And honestly, another thing, I, don't, I guess we don't need to talk about the funeral as much as to the man's life, but it was really cool how, um, since he was in the air force, how they had those oh, guys yeah. come out and they, they folded up the flag and then they did the, the, uh, the gun salute. It wasn't a 21 gun salute. I guess it was, I don't know yeah, what you it call was, that. Cause they have, they have they did, like, they did taps. Didn't what? they do seven called, shots right? and they had three people. They had three people. I thought they did three shots three people usually it's seven guys do three shots if it's a 21 gun salute but anyway it was that it was just three dudes and then they gave the shells or the bullets to grandma um and like the flag after they folded it up which i don't know i thought it was all really cool oh, i it loved the amazing, whole thing dude. yeah it was incredible they did such a good job they took it so serious um i got a call i'm actually going to call grandma tomorrow it's the her thing for grandpa's flag should have arrived over the weekend so nice hopefully she gets that set up so i gotta get these pictures i bought her out. i'm over at uh ben doesn't know because i told you man i'm over there at grandma's that weekend and she was like well i don't know what i'm gonna do with the flag and i was like you don't know what to do with the flag got on amazon bought a <laughs> bought a fucking flag holder and i'm like what you do is you put it in this and you put the bullets in there and you if you don't want it you send it to me but like you right. find a place to hang this up like straight right. up or literally hand it off to me right now. It's just one of those like triangle yeah, cases. You know, just yeah. a nice little like wood oak triangle case that can go on like a mantle or she can hang it or whatever, like make a memoir out of it. But I was like, and if not, I literally like, uh, you know where my address is. I'll pay for the shipping to get it out <laughs> here because I would fucking love that. So right. anyways, that was cool. Yeah, for but sure. I snagged a couple pictures of when they were giving it to grandma too. And when they were folding it up. So I got to yeah. get those. I got to get those printed. Good. Obviously yeah, she'll never see those. them otherwise. No, print you those need to give them. them. Send them. Yeah. No. She could put that with the dad uh, for sure. Yeah. I want those. I make a copy for everybody. That was so. cool, dude. Um, anyway. And it yeah, made we, me, and it honestly, it made me like doing my job that much more. Just realizing like the oh, whole yeah. veteran thing. And like, you guys know, I keep grandpa's hat like right by my desk, like from him serving in the air force i mean just so everybody else knows he served in france the dude was legit he was originally in the guard got called to be active went to serve in france like don't sleep on the man like the dude served his country too you know and honestly i think that was what i loved about the funeral was just it makes you want to be like damn dude i need to fucking go serve like i want to go put my fucking four years in i want that i want my funeral to be like that straight up like that's what i want that shit to be like so 
anyways, that shit's dope. And we all three love America probably more than anybody still in 2021. <laughs> so like, that's still, that still meant a ton. Yeah, it meant a me. lot. And they sure. were so professional about it. Like, yeah, they not that they wouldn't be, serious. but it was like, oh, they took but, their time folding that awesome. flag up and like making sure that it was all pristine and perfect. <clears throat> How long did that, like, he just made sure that it was going to be perfect as and if I, it was for the president you know what i mean and the one guy was the one that presented to grandma when he was standing there and the other guy was folding it in his his ankle was like Twisted. bent sideways yeah, i saw that and yeah. he like didn't even he just flinch. took it he just took it <laughs> he was like hurt. dude if he would have broke his ankle he would have kept going i'm telling you he would have just like, he did he would have one-handed hop on it. i'm dude those dudes are so legit man like i'm telling you I love the vets. Let, we'll go on record. No, there's not going to be a bigger veteran supporter. I feel like, dude, I, I literally, it's a big reason I still do my job. It makes it cool. It makes it where like, I mean, I'm not just doing a job for corporate America yeah. straight up. You know what I mean? Like I work for veterans every day. It's awesome. So, uh, no, I feel you. Same. I'm, I have, I do have a lot of veterans. All the time in yeah, my facility and I have trainers that are veterans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To bring it, to bring it back to grandpa. I just feel like he just, when we were growing up, you know, with us in the Hubbles, he just took so much time. To Think like, about it, man. We to really it. build the connection with us is, no you know, doubt, like dude. by golfing or bowling or Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I mean, him yeah. and grandma, obviously, but yes, um, you we know, were... it was just, but, mo- but there's so many grandparents that don't do stuff like that. Yeah. They don't, you know, me, I mean, right. I know we have great, unbelievable grandparents and then so does Mia, like, I just know it's very, I'm very fortunate to be had to grown up that way. And then now my daughter also has unbelievable grandparents. And so like, I don't know, I'm very fortunate. I just feel like I've been very fortunate because that's something that's not in your control. They are very involved in our lives. And I mean, still are, you know, it's, it's crazy. So I agree. Like, I guess a lot of people aren't that close with their grandparents, but for us, it was like, you know, it was a major thing for sure. No. And I feel like I feel bad because I took it for granted. Well, like I just but, assumed like everybody yeah. was talking and hanging out with their grandparents all the time. I assumed everybody's grandparents were showing up to all their events, taking them no, out to their birthday dinner, taking out to like, dinners, like taking them. Like, I just thought that was what was the norm, dude. Like now looking back and knowing like obviously a ton of other people at this point in your life, like that is far from it. You know, like it was crazy, man. So like, I just remember all the time when you guys were gone. I loved it. That was my favorite when you guys went to school and I wasn't because I got to go with grandma and grandpa without you guys there and got whatever I wanted, the whenever I wanted and just got to hang out. Like, I still remember those days. Probably, I was probably, what, four, five, six, maybe? I don't know. Like, in that range. Before When do you start kindergarten? Five. Five. So, it was. I was probably three and four, and I still remember those days of, like, grandma wow. picking me up, going over there, going to Mickey D's. All the old, all the oldies drinking their coffee. Grandma <laughs> like, you get whatever you want. I'd be like, what? And I would and eat. That's when know? it started. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. But then like <laughs> go back to grandma's. She'd get what? What do you want? What do you know? Whatever you need. We just hang out, do whatever, talk. I don't know. I just feel like I always took it for granted that I was just. Yeah, but there's no now, other way you know? to. You don't know anybody else's yeah. reality. No, that's true. But when, we have we have some awesome grand grandparents, no doubt. We he do. was an amazing grandpa 
And it's really cool to see how many people he touched. He's a fucking St. Charles legend, straight oh, up. He's a legend. He's a St. Charles legend, and they should put a statue up somewhere. Like, that's all I got to say. So we need to make that happen. Okay. That's all he's got to say. <laughs> and I kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Nah. I mean, you know, he's a Paladin St. Charles, so. We've been we've been there for a while now. Seventeen sixty nine. Yeah. Seventeen sixty nine. So, you know, that's uh seven years before the United States started. And at <laughs> that crazy. point, the the Louisiana purchase hadn't been made, so it still wasn't the United States and- for a while. <laughs> So Matt, the family was right. We're fucking crazy then, right? I mean, they've been <laughs> living with us since 1769. They're like, you just left. Do you All not three of us? Do you not understand the name? Right. Well, how how well, many years? Has, I was jazzed. <laughs> I was always just thrown under the bus for living two hours away. Oh, like, dude. Uh, what are you doing out there? Well, they, Ooh, Dad no. used to Dad, catch yeah. shit for moving across the highway. Yeah, to he Saint was crazy Peter's, to go to St. Peter's. What a which lunatic. Which is St. Charles <laughs> County still. Who would, who would ever leave St. Charles? Or who would ever leave within throwing distance of Duchenne High School? Like, who right, would ever, right. you know, consider those options? Oh, man. But, you know, throwing great. distance for real. I just, I wish we could somehow film Grandpa's golf swing, though. Oh, <laughs> oh wind up. Oh, my wind gosh. up. And oh. it got worse and worse as the years went on. Like, my back would hurt <laughs> watching him swing. <laughs> You'd like lean all the way back and on that back foot. And, oh. But he was nice around the green, though. Ooh, he was so nice around the green. Years of work putting, getting the touchdown, baby. His putting was unreal, dude. Yeah. Yeah. His, his putting and his chipping. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> his putting was, his was probably the best putter I ever played with. He's, well, yeah. I mean, he, especially when he knew he couldn't hit it far anymore. I mean, I'm sure he didn't swing like that, you know. I don't know. Why do you just develop that in your sixties? Dad don't swing like that. <laughs> well, wait till Dad's a little weaker. There you ain't know, no way. To... There ain't no way, Dad. Dad ain't gonna swing, swing like, that. like that. <laughs> Not like that. Dad's a better golfer than Grandpa. Always will be. Oh, Always yeah, has right. been. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. I he I remember hitting those, those woods off the. Uh, yeah. out of the rough and just. Uh, just come on, dude. Get an iron. You'd have that nine wood. <laughs> but how much did we golf with Grandpa? A ton. Oh, we yeah. Golfed with him a ton. St. Charles. Like, the only times that we golfed growing up, Grandpa was there pretty much he every time. He was always time. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, Actually, Grandma you. was there a lot, too, when we were. Yeah, you know, Grandma. She would golf with you, us, too. If you, if you got one in the air, Grandma said, that's a golf shot. That's what keeps yeah. coming back. <laughs> I still say that shit too. It's, and it's true. the truth. It's hundred percent the truth. I'll go out there and take a hundred bad shots and hit two good ones. And if I'm you like, hit yeah, two or three good hey. ones. I'm I'm a golfer, baby. See that? That's a golf shot. If I could just do that, the other ninety percent of the time, right. I'd be pretty good. I'm a golfer, baby. Holla, yeah. It's so stupid that we think that way. It's like a five year old making a half court shot once. <laughs> Oh, I'm a, I'm a baller now. I'm, I'm Steph Curry. <laughs> what? Where did you get that from? Yeah, but I'm going tomorrow anyway. I'm yeah, still but everybody like I'm thinks good. that way with why, golf. But why is that with golf? Like you because don't think right. Here's you don't why. Think that way with with like any other sport. Because everybody looks like a golfer. 
Ah, Everybody doesn't look like LeBron. <laughs> that's a good point. Like, yeah, I, I don't do that. Yeah, I, I can't do that. Place. I can't I, jump like that. I can't. Yeah. I can't. But look at wrong. John Daly. Yeah, Ooh. you got John Daly. You got Joe Nicholson. Baby. You're like, okay, I, you guys. I can look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I, I can, swing. I, can I don't look know like I, that one time yeah. when I make and, a great swing and have a great shot. I look just like him. Well, most people don't I'm, even know I'm what like, they look like when they swim, I'm like so. worse, dude. I swear I was better at like, I don't know, at least 10 years. I guess I played a lot more then too, but I am a worse golfer than I was like early 20s, late teens. Actually, I probably late teens. I was probably my best, to be honest with you, because me and the boys, me and Brad Huddleston and Corey, we would play more. Me and you, Ben, me and you would play. More yeah, we used to then. play a lot. So like I was way better. I suck at golf, dude. I'm horrible. I wish I could Me tell too. you I was good. I wish I could lie to myself and like act like I'm good at golf, but I'm just not. Especially because I played drunk every time too. That, that doesn't help. <laughs> and I mean, help. I'm hey, that's the one we, that we got grand, from Grandpa. So. Grandpa's yeah, the, the best putter. I'm the worst. <laughs> and golf is all about putting. It's it. So I'm a good scramble player. I don't even know why I argue with Matt on the scrambles all the time because I'm like perfect for a scramble. Yeah. It makes no sense, but. I'm just well, thinking I mean, one of these days I'll put good. Every time is good for a scramble too. Well, that's true. But <laughs> I, you guys know I can drive. I can do long irons. I can chip. I can get out of the sand. I, yeah, I'm you were just a horrible putter. Really bad. Really, really bad. You got bad technique. We'll and I do, You're not going to find any arguments. <laughs> I do more three, four, and five putting than anyone you've ever met. So I can get on and do all day long. That turns into a double bogey. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just start trembling the second it hits the green. Oh God, here we go! The it didn't go so in. Short. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right? Can we pick up? Can we? These guys behind us are really me, on our ass. Me. Let's just put this one in. It's yeah. this is a two That's why Dad just said, "Just pick it. Just pick the fucking thing up." <laughs> oh, I don't blame him. <laughs> I'm twelve putting. I mean, yeah. Matt's, Nick, Matt's over there like, "You gotta put it in." <laughs> gotta don't give me. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Right. Oh my god! All right, let's proceed. Well, when we were little, we you know hit it 15 yards past the hole. <laughs> Grandpa would just stop it. <laughs> he just kick oh, it. Uh, he just put his <laughs> foot down. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Nah, nah. nah. I mean, enough. looking back though, can you blame them, man? I mean, come <laughs> I on. You gotta stop. Can the you bleeding. blame them at all? The fact that they're even going through the pain of being out there with us is like credit to them. But dude. it's so that's most I'm grown so men cool. aren't even going through that pain of being with their kids while they golf. Like, because that's just even too much. Patience well. <laughs> is really getting tested. Like, I'm so glad I mean? we went when we were little kids though and got to just go through the frustrations of being horrible because when you're yeah, little it doesn't matter you're just smacking it around but you're learning okay this is kind of how you do it but dad <laughs> and grandpa went through that that had no, to be painful unfortunately i'm just as good as i was in fourth grade so <laughs> still shooting a 108 <laughs> so, nothing's changed and you still gotta watch me whack around and you still gotta watch me putt around especially because now there's no gimmies with matt at all yeah. so now i'm really putting all over the place so no, now now i hit it 300 <laughs> yards so when i miss it's really bad you know it's, <laughs> it's, it's way it's worse than yeah, <laughs> fuck. I used to have to cross one fairway. Yeah, now it's two. It's not we're, good. We're gonna go tomorrow, though. Lost. It's gonna oh be a blast. God, dude. I just about all I that water almost came over all over <laughs> everything. 
Oh my gosh, that's hilarious, <laughs> right? And then you're and then you're two fairways over, Matt. You missed again. Now you're six fairways <laughs> over. Yeah, now we got a real problem. <laughs> then I get out my three wood, hit a two fifty in the other direction. It's like, where are we going? Should just hit the putter the whole <laughs> way. <laughs> Matt just keeps crushing the ball, four hundred yards right. Who knows where it's going? <laughs> Boom. It's going. I hit baby. the ball the most amount of distance today. <laughs> <laughs> All covered some ground out there <laughs> and then he wonders why the marshals yelling at him <laughs> hey i'm playing by the rules he's like that's the problem yeah. <laughs> you're not good enough to play by the rules hey at least i play the white tees like i should based on how far i can hit it yeah i should play from the back but let's look at the score here people i should be playing from the fucking white tees so no, that's, that's what, what it's based on handicap I should right. be playing Which from is, the red tees. Well, yes, we should, but we're not going to play from the ladies' tees. There's just some. There's just a. There's a line here. Yeah, that's fair. well. Sometimes I feel like it's really <laughs> unfair that when me and Sean play together, she hits from the red. You should be playing from the ladies' tees too. If what? if you're competing against her, no, because she's chains. like, no, we don't compete against each other. She should be on the whites. Why bro. would I ever do that? If I lose, I lost Yo, to my wife. I if I win, then you know she's competitive. Why would I piss her off? You're not going to win anyway. So that's I know. some hot, that's that's some hot sex it. that night, bro. What you're not thinking this through, dude. Right. Now all of a sudden you're the big dick in the room. Come on, bro. Get it together. <laughs> Who's the I big dick other this. times? <laughs> Sean. And maybe and maybe she fucks you that night when she wins. You never know. Either way, you're getting laid though. A little competitive. I, I like the way you've spun this. You're not. You don't. You got Ben's, Ben's got ben, some golf ben, tomorrow. Ben, look, why no scramble? All, none of my relationship worked out. I really like to spike it up, baby, just to see the limits, see how far they'll go. You're not in yes. it for the sustainable. Let's get everything ball. I can out of this immediately. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be fun though. Trust me, that day will be a blast for you guys. A lot of highs, a lot of lows. You'll live a lot of life though. I can guarantee. <laughs> okay. <it. laughs> okay. I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll go from the beds or she'll go from the whites. Got it. Yeah. I'm gonna book a tea I, time right now. It'd be the only time I'd have a chance. See, you got it. All right. We want to are we still on gramps? We want to finish up with gramps and then we can move into ding. <laughs> ben, you understand what he's saying, right? You did I, watch that. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you get it. I didn't think he it was he as funny as you. It. Well, that's I thought that's, it was uh, good. We've Matt, Nick's, Nick's I dropped that joke on it. me like 15 times. So. Oh, yeah. so you're you're really well, enjoying that. And we also <laughs> listened to the Alan Watts meditation together and right. fully grasp the universe now. Dude, so. that dude is, is <laughs> like it's just like it's just mind. me and <laughs> like it's just me and you that can like get get there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we we we've, we've got it now. <laughs> Remember that spaceship Matt's going for? Ooh, he's got Alan Watts the book up for our viewers. The book. I actually just finished. Ben, did you finish I'm, it? I've got like 30 or 40 pages left. <clears throat> just finished this one. The like power a week of ago. Now. Hey, those Nick, are the did last. Did you finish this one yet? Yeah, I have. It's amazing. Oh, it's I'm serious. Okay, so I was just talking to Yeah, I've Judy. read both of these multiple I'm on, times. Now. I'm on to the ben. psychology of money, but that is honestly the power of now is my favorite book yet. Yeah, oh, that wow. was awesome. That's a great book. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it is. It is great. So, and actually, I enjoyed it even a lot more this time than last time. And Ben, I agree with you. Like, this is the, they, the book from Alan Watts is a lot. But it's this a time lot around, to take I, in. I, I feel no. like I digested it so much better this second time I don't, when I read it. 
it's yeah, just but- like his his analogies not that it i like don't like i agree with what he's saying but it's just like he puts things together where it's like i've never thought of it that way that's the exactly like the, you the got cause that right and effect and oh yeah man he's really good at that say like, what did the head of the cat cause the tail of the cat and that's i've just been like that has been rolling through my brain <laughs> that is same like <laughs> over through my brain now for like a, a year a little more than just a year that one i'm like oh like, no so there is no cause and effect so i've been thinking about that with everything that happens like i don't know there's always little things, but I talked to, before I forget, I talked to Judy today on the phone and I, she was like, what book should I read? I said, well, read the power of now. And I was like, I really would love to hear your take on it because she is a strong like Catholic or Christian or whatever. And so I was like, you know, she's coming from a very different point of view than <laughs> us three. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We're all raised as we were raised Catholic, so we know everything about Catholicism. Like we were raised. Let's not say we know everything. We know a lot, dude. We know way more than I walk into a Catholic church. I know more than ninety-five percent of the people there. That's probably true. The only people we know more is heavy in it. The priest and like the other five other people that are like eighty-five in there, like grandma, grandpa, the priest, and then me. I'm telling you. But I'm I pay curious. attention in PSR. Like, I'm sorry. I, I was actually reading the shit. Well, like, it's interesting. It is for sure. What else was I going to do? Well, there. the I'm just very curious. He just had a lot of great stuff to say. No, he JC's did. got some good stuff, no doubt. But, but Matt, you know, what I if proved a... my point to you at Grandpa's funeral, straight up, that I ended that win. Just so you all know, I do win with Matt a lot here. Okay, so. Uh, that was a big one. Well, you going to let us in on what the hell you're talking about? Or it's just between you two? <laughs> it's between me and Matt. We'll let you keep going with what you're saying. What? You're not going to say? <laughs> oh, another. I, that'll keep him coming back for the next episode, bro. Or later on. It'll make it'll be better when we dive a little more deep. All right. But I will All find right. it. I'll Bye. keep going. <laughs> or go I, ahead, Matt. You, you guys just him. keep cutting me off. I'm going to just wait. <laughs> not me. That's out of it. Or say it. All right. I'm going to go. Is that okay with you, Nick? Even though you already know what I'm going to say. I I just feel like it'd be very interesting to hear someone that believes in God or Jesus, what they think of listening or reading the power of now or like listening to Alan Watts or like what is someone that truly believes or say they say they truly believe? I'm not specifically talking about Judy anymore. But what do right. they think of when they hear things like this, or do they just avoid hearing anything like this because it? Well, goes he had, he references Jesus Jesus several times and supports Jesus several times. He just also happens to drop Buddhism and Muslim, and he references all sorts of religions in that book, which is why I think it's such a good book, and why I think, and I'm not, I'm coming from you as a non-religious like person, if you will. But like, and they reference all sorts of religions in that book. And I think if you're a believer of Christ, why would there's nothing that goes against your belief in Christ? Well, that, that, book that depends what you. That depends how you. It depends which version of you know Christianity, Catholicism you're 
you're into well, at the well, time. Well, of course. You know how that's how everybody's yeah. doing it. But yeah. yeah, none of them are actually doing like what it says. We know that. Well, that's I'm but sorry. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the, the purpose or like what he's getting at in these books is that the original um, the original ideas, what Jesus was actually getting at for the most part and what like Buddha was getting at is you know it it that stuff all is true and resonates but it's all been so twisted and used for power and manipulation to where the actual message has been lost right. speaking of what i'm mostly going to speak of and any of us most likely any of the three of us is catholicism or christianity because we know a lot about christianity so it's easier for us to talk about christianity and why we don't believe in it because we know a lot about it and we've probably thought about it more than 99.99% of people probably higher than that. I mean, it's, you guys know how much it's, I've thought about it personally throughout my entire life. It has never not been something I've thought about in depth. You had an early introduction to it because of the Santa Claus event. <sighs> oh, absolutely. And you motherfuckers just Claus? lying to me. Yeah, oh. dude. You not remember? Oh, I learned about me. Santa Claus being like not real like again super early because all you guys thought i was asleep you mom what yes that's the story mom i'm sure i'm sure it was mom it was both of you and mom we were in parents bedroom you guys thought i was asleep on the little couch thingy i wasn't i knew you guys were talking about santa claus and one of you were just like mom it's not real right like you guys like almost like confirming and she was like yeah, it's not blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, and I went on like a few years, you know, like knowing this to you and like, let's, let's see what these motherfuckers do. You know what I mean? Let's see what else they're lying to me about. You know what I mean? Like I was like personally like looking up for every single one of you from day one. I'm just like watching you like, what else they lying about? Okay. okay. <laughs> that's then, where, that's why he's so transparent. And he was lying then, to you as a three-year-old. Yeah. As a, my first, that is my first memory straight up. That was my. Well, first how moment. old were you? I was you probably think? only like three. Because like, how old no. do you get to me? Is three dude. right now, and she fully grasps. Like, no, dude, Santa I believed Claus. in Santa Claus longer than that. You did exactly like. because you were older. I heard about it. My point is, we're two and a half years apart. So right? if you were so three, you were five and, and a half, and you no, know, no, no, I was definitely older than that. When me I, and Matt found right. out. I think the well, same year. We're gonna have to go back to Corey Hoffmeister on my memory on everything. <laughs> We'll check the archive. Corey, let us know. We'll check that for. Okay, so how does that relate back to? So anyway, I'll Nick, go ahead. Yeah. So okay, let me. He's sitting in church. I'm really getting. I'll segue it in now. Envision Nick in in the pew. I'm in church. I'm probably in like first or second grade at this point. Again, I don't know, guys. Check Corey. He'll (laughs) tell you what, what how old I was when this happened. Anywhere from kindergarten to second grade, very young, and I just remember looking at the priest looking at everybody in the whole room looking at mom and i can just never forget just thinking this is the exact same thing as santa claus but for adults but for Mm grown-ups i'm just like there is nothing different going on here they seem to be all so he sees you when you're sleeping (laughs) he knows when you're awake i mean i remember he knows if you've been bad or good I mean, and I just insane. remember forever from then on, like, and again, I couldn't have been, I was, I knew it was like before the divorce and everything too. So I knew it was before then, which was second grade. Okay. Priest, so it had to be kindergarten or first grade. 
And I've literally ever See, since now that's then, probably when you found out about the Santa Claus thing. It, had to it was almost like together. immediately, like a week or two later, you're in church and you're like, wait a minute. This is the yeah, same. That makes sense. It does. And that age range makes more sense. Corey can confirm. But Corey, Corey, let us know. Of course, you didn't Corey, know Corey, Corey yet, will so. be right. but you probably told him about it not long after, and then he exactly. registered it. So. Exactly, I knew Corey He'll from know. fifth grade on, so you know that He'll wasn't that know. long after. He'll just know. <laughs> and me and Corey became best friends in sixth grade. So I mean, how how much longer ago was that? How much longer could it have been, really? You know, I'm sure it was just a few years ago. So he knew. It. We'll go back. He'll tell us when he writes the book on me. You know, later. <laughs> So, your biography yeah, yeah he, he'll have to because I, I won't be able to remember no, it will not be an autobiography the time <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about the time when i i just stopped believing in everything with the church especially was when i brought up something like oh what is the story of noah noah's the flood right yeah noah's ark, noah's ark okay. yeah so i was like is the story of that is that real i asked somebody and they were like well no, I don't. I don't know. It might just be a story. I was like, but it's in the Bible, so it's supposed to be like that's what happened, right? And they said, well, the Bible's something you just kind of take what you believe, and then some stuff you throw out. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, no! What? Was, this was an adult. And I was that's like, how, no. oh but my! That's, that's what they all. That's how they all feel, though, guys. They all. No, no. I've talked to some that have said the Bible's the word of God, and every bit of it is true. But then you bring up the story about the guy who was bald and the kids made fun of him and he told God, you know, his feelings were hurt. And all of a sudden, God had a bunch of bears come out of the woods and kill all these children for making fun of him for being bald. That's in the Bible, too. Because you guys didn't know about that one. And I, I brought that story. up and I was like, so is that true? And they're like, and what this person said to me is, well, I'll have to ask my pastor about it. And I was like, no, that's the point. I want right. you to think about it. Right. I want you to stop right now and think, is that a true story? If but it's he, not, then maybe this, the Bible has principles in it and it's stories and it's not this right. shit all happened. So I also think that most, most Christians or Catholics, they don't really believe what they say they believe. Because if they did, they would go around and go crazy because non-believers are going to go to hell. So if there's someone that you love that doesn't believe and you know they're going to go to hell, wouldn't you do everything possible to get them to believe? But people are like, oh, whatever. Like, cause so they don't really believe. Right. Look, man, I'm going to be straight up with you. If you really, really believed, why in the world would you not be a priest? Come on. Right. It's you eternity. are talking about eternity. What the fuck is 100 years on planet Earth devoted to whatever that is? If you really believe, simple as that. Like, let's go extreme, guys. If you tell me you yeah. really believe, why are you not a priest or a nun then? Because, look, again, this little life you have is means nothing then, and you would do everything you can to get there. You would never – You would be. it would be on your mind 24-7 if that was also, really what you thought. You I'm sorry. Thought, tell me I'm wrong. You, if you thought that God wrote a book – you probably ought to read the fucking book. You should definitely read that <laughs> entire book and you should be reading it all the time. You should read it every day. So props to mom. She does read the Bible. Every like day. The, she does. She reads it every day. And mom is a true believer. She is probably, in my opinion, the only true believer that I personally know. What about Josh? Mm, 
Okay. Josh truly believes, right? He's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> you're like looking for holes and you're like, okay, I can't find any in that actually. Not yet. Not yet. We'll talk to him later. So I mean, all right. So let's 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 talk about um like eternity, heaven and hell, you know, what all that stuff might actually mean. Here's another one that I know Ben has read that does some great work on oh, heaven yeah. and hell, 12 worlds for life by Jordan Peterson. Um, yeah, talking about how heaven, you know, they say like, like we were saying, there's a lot of stuff that's true about what they say in these religions. So there's a lot of truth to them. It's just completely misinterpreted when they talk up, they say like heaven and hell, like heaven on earth. You know what I'm saying? That it's, it's all been misconstrued to be like, after you die is when all this stuff actually happens. No, this shit's happening now while you're alive. You're in hell if your mind is going crazy in a negative spiral and you hate everyone and you want to kill people. And like, you're in hell right then and there. That's what that is. Like your mindset and the shit you're going through, that's put you in hell. And you've seen... I mean, I have definitely, you, you, you see like the people who are just walking down the street out of their mind, just screaming angry. They'll yell at their reflection and in, in some glass, you know, those people are in hell currently. That's where they're at. They are just angry all the time. And it doesn't even have to be that extreme. There's plenty of people that just wake up and they're angry and they hate their lives and they're living in hell. And then there's people that are able to truly just live in the present and accept everything that is and just accept reality as it's happening. And those people are in heaven. They're not resisting. They're not resisting the world. They're not resisting reality. They're just accepting it. And when you're living in the moment and you're accepting things as they come, then you're going to be that that'd be like being in heaven. You're not, there is no pain. There is no struggle. And that, and just to accept things as they are does not mean to like lay there like a fucking dead fish and take everything as it comes at you what that means is when i we talked about this in the happiness podcast a little bit but it's what that means is you take where you are currently your whole situation about life wherever you're at and you say okay this is where i'm at what can i do from here like if you're going to look forward and project your future, which is, you know, it's impossible not to do as a human. And you're going to think, all right, what do I do now to create the best future from this point? Instead of what, you know, most people do is they look at where they are and they think, man, how can I change the past? How, what, what could I have done differently? What if this went this way? What if I, you, how many people did you used to hear back in the day? Well, what if I had just bought Microsoft back in, but it's like, well, that's what a useless thought. It's pointless now. You can't change what you already did. But that's where most people go when they don't like the way things are, when they're resisting reality, resisting the present moment. They go backwards and they say, what could I have changed to make now better? And that's right. only because they're projecting a worse future based on their past, which, as we know, is all just in your mind anyway. All The future in the past is only in your brain. The only the only time that there really is is right now. Yes. It's the, the only time there now. ever will be. The only time 
that you know it everything that is happening in the universe is happening right now all of it yeah and then to expand on that the present moment is not necessarily like that because if the present moment was just a a hairline fraction of a second, then you wouldn't understand the sentence that I'm saying in the present moment right now. You only hear, and you wouldn't connect any dots, but you hear everything I'm saying, and I'm saying it in the present moment. The present moment is not like when you look at your watch and it's got the second hand. It's not that little hairline as thin as visibly possible now. Now is can really be expanded to uh, include, well, right now we're doing a podcast. So how long is now? And this could be, ex- this could be expanded into infinity as well. But I'm going to let you guys jump in because obviously I could just keep going on this for like two more hours. So, yeah, I mean, I thought it was all great. I thought you were killing it. So I kind of wanted you to just keep going for as long as <laughs> just you Just finish want, it so. up here. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> You were like you the everything you said was spot on. I liked you like the way you explained it was was perfect. I couldn't. So agree why more. why has this become or maybe it's becoming the going the other way? But it just feels like when <clears throat> like if I talk about this type of stuff with most people, they act like I'm just this total weirdo. It's it's because I'm just way- like hey I'm just here like I'm just I'm here I'm enjoying right now whatever we're doing. I'm in it. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, it's like, this is what we're doing. Like, I'm just going to enjoy it. Why worry about this or why? And I'm always the weirdo. And then if I start diving in more to the, like the power of now and some of this Alan Watts stuff, that's obviously all new to me, but it's like, it's so taboo. It's so out there. It's like, we're the weirdos that think this way that think that, you know, it's like, we don't, like dying doesn't mean you you die and now you open another door to another world and it's not the same or how do you know it's the same like how does everybody feel like they know so like when we propose this like (laughs) well if you just when you die you're it's just part of it and now you become something else or we're all just one thing anyways so it's just like another feature of an organism you know like our bodies the cells they live then they die, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that our whole body dies. So it's like, why can't the universe be that? Why can't the universe be, well, this fox lives and then he dies. And then this squirrel lives and he dies. This human lives and then he dies. And it's like, it's all one thing. But like, if you say that to people, they're like, you're a weirdo. I believe, <laughs> I believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and his dad lives in heaven. <laughs> Like that's but you're the, the weirdo. Yeah, I'm the weirdo. <laughs> I right. don't know. Maybe it, I don't know. Like, why is it that? So it's I know. So I out mean, there? it's it's. If, I mean, in the power of now, he explains it perfectly. It's the ego. You have this attachment, this ego. Everybody does. It's human nature. Like you know, and like, it's hard to grasp that for people, and it's easier to just believe that i'm gonna live forever that's an easier thing to just believe especially when you look around at your fellow christian i would christian say people and they're doing stuff that, with that we all right. i mean this isn't gonna just stop what everything going on here so that is what right. they meant by the way when they said you're gonna live forever but nick you want to expand on the ego since you just dropped that and i totally agree by the way like what is the ego 
You go ahead. You're on, you're okay. on fire with this subject. <laughs> I can tell you on it. <laughs> Basically, it's it's what you call it's it's Matt Pallardy. Like it's how I view myself, my how I'm in this skin covered sack of flesh. That's the ego rather than viewing me as just a section of everything going on, which is what if you really get into it, that's obviously the case. It's just if you really think about it, of course, I've just I was I didn't like teleport into the world. Right. I'm I came from everything else going on the same way that a wave comes from the ocean. Right. I just came of the stuff that's already happening the same way that an oak tree is in an acorn, I think. Either way. <laughs> an oak tree is in an oak tree. But you understand the point. The All the potential for that tree is there, but it's not really just in the acorn. You also need the, to include all the surroundings. You have to include the soil and the water and the nutrients and the time. This is all included in just the transformation of one thing to another. And it's the same thing with us, with humans. You, you, you might say that you are whatever. You're this, this like I said, this skin-contained sack of flesh. That's you. That's the hard – that's where you start and end. Okay, there's tons of holes Matt in that theory. Matt has got to be the most original person I've ever met. <laughs> and that's why I still hang out with him. It's like he still brings new content to this day. I don't can't even a lot of this. It. A lot of this <laughs> is definitely Alan Watts. Well, like, that's which fine. I totally agree with. Alan Watts transferred through Matt is not bad. Let's hear what he's got. No, I like the delivery for sure. <laughs> so let's let's assume that because that's what mo- that's how most people view themselves right but that's okay. also a part of your brain that creates that because your yes. brain tells you where your body stops so you don't run into shit all the time so like yes. your brain has developed this since it almost i mean it just did it on its own like by giving you an actual physical end where we think our body is because we need to know physically right so but here's something function. i love about that you talk about physical like touch but you you could also think of um, your eyesight as, and Alan Watts talks about this too, as yeah. an intenser form of touch. Now you can touch things across the room, and it's in another way. You're not like you don't feel it, but you see it. It's just another sensory organ. It's just another vibration happening out in the world that's being picked up by an organ on your body, right? Right. And but so I wasn't going to go that route. That's probably yeah. that's probably a little too much for people to start out i'm gonna start with this yeah like yeah, this hasn't Sorry. been enough yeah. for them <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna reel that in we've let's, lost let's like half our, our we've lost half our listeners already yeah. at this point <laughs> like, i didn't know these guys are gonna get this deep go back to the one where they're all drunk and high and just fucking around <laughs> that was good um now we're still drinking don't worry and you know some of us are still high and it's it's the same stuff the usual but anyway let me just say this so what I was going to say is you say you're, you know, like I said, this, the Nick's, Nick's favorite lying now, the, the skin contained sack, right? Oh, that yeah, is... that's just a real clean sound right there. That's clean. <laughs> That'll make you feel good about yourself. Matt, yeah. when you title this one, make that the title of it. Oh, God. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. But anyway, okay. So you, you say you're that, but are you that same organism if um all of a sudden you're in outer space and you have no oxygen now you can't just pull what you're forgetting is you're constantly 
moving oxygen in and out of your lungs. And that oxygen is transferring into your blood constantly. Yeah. So is that part of you or not? Okay, let me make this even more basic. Put your hand on your arm and rub back and forth. You just rubbed off a bunch of skin cells that used to be part of you. So when did they stop becoming you? And by the way, all of the cells on your body <laughs> have all been, actually, I don't know if that's true with your brain, but definitely the particles that make up the cells, they all they all interchange. So it's like, you're really just like an energy field. You're not actually a physical thing. And as, because if you cut off your arm, are you still you? Yeah, you're still you. What if you cut off both of your arms, both of your legs? You're still you? Yeah, you'd say you're still you, right. right? But what if you cut off everything and you could just keep your head living? Well, yeah, you'd, you'd say you're still you. All right, what if we learn, what if you get brain cancer, but we learn how to just replace brain cells with little, the same way that they can create a fake hand right now, technology creates fake cells. Now you start replacing brain cells. Well, when are you not you? At some point, all this stuff naturally gets overturned anyway throughout time. You're not the same cells that you were when you were born. You're like a whirlpool. The water's flowing through. The cells are flowing through. The pieces are flowing through. But the whirlpool's still there. You're the whirlpool. Yeah, just a container. So you're just – so what are you at that point? Well, you're obviously everything. You're all this shit. You're not just the sack of skin. You're everything going on outside the sack of skin too. Yeah, because it's all one. And I feel like that's thing. the point, though. We feel like that. We're more like, so we end on the high there, everybody, in case I know. I feel like you are talking to somebody in mind. Because <laughs> yeah. there's somebody like. Oh, there's somebody. There's somebody that like this is made for, right? Yes. I mean. And he's, he's going to directly send oh, it to him. Oh, man. I, I really hope it's not me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like how he ends it. Or you're everything, right? So on a positive note, everything, you become everything then, like, or nothing, however you want to look at it, but you are everything. That's Nothing's the oneness. part of everything. That's the oneness. The way I view the universe is like explosions. It's just like, like, you know what I mean? Life comes together, explodes out. Like, that's just the universe in general, you know? Well, I, so. I like the idea that the universe is like, speaking of time, that it's not, there was no beginning and there won't be any end. It's a exactly. circle. It's like, it's just continually recycles like itself just a circle boom 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 and i think i think that's the best way i've heard it described because for a long time i was like more believed in the like scientific view um what does alan watts call it like the Which automatic like, like basically the, 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 the big Newtonian, like billiards like, like a game of yes billiards. yes yeah where everything this hits that and that moves to that. this and this moves to that right so whatever the big bang that started it's like well there had to be a cause no, for I, that and no, but I, right, but I, I totally think that, totally. the Big Bang happened, of course. Like, I, of course that it seems to be. It's happening easy. and will happen and continues to happen all over. So you just think the universe goes small to a Big Bang and then back to small, just continually? And, I, and it's happening everywhere. Think of atoms in general. That's what's happening. It's just happening everywhere. Boom, boom. And then there's other galaxies where that's happening. And then the universe as a whole is happening. And there is no end. And it can become nothing and everything all at the same time. It and is everything and nothing all at the same time. 
speaking of nothing and everything, you can't have physical things without the nothing there to, to be the contrast, right? You can't have like without nothing, you can't have something because otherwise you wouldn't know where the, the end of the something is unless there was some nothing there to contrast it. Well, it's right. just what we call nothing though. Like, right. Because nothing people say, well, there's what's over there. There's space. nothing. Yeah. But there's, but the air is not nothing. There's really right. no nothing. So but I, I would exactly well, true. However, I'd even go beyond that. Let's, I, I would say, to, at least to our knowledge, it's mostly nothing. You're mostly nothing. This desk, like, yeah, it feels hard at this level, but if you zoom in enough, you're going to get nothing. down to the atomic What's level. What's nothing? Well, just because we can't see it? Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's still so there. Just because we, well, well, we think we know what the smallest thing, thing science, is, we don't. No, of course we, we don't. don't. The smallest thing that science knows no, we have is, no idea. Like, is no you get to the... To get to the atomic level, but they would say that like the distance between the nucleus and the nearest, or what is it, the electrons and the yeah, it's the nucleus, right? Am I saying sure, that? Sure, but that's just the because they haven't the found the, the smaller stuff. That's all that means. There's still more smaller. Well, I didn't yeah. say what I was going to say. Yeah. say but either way, let's protons, electrons. Yeah, it's neutrons. So the neutron and the electron, the distance between those two, if you were to like blow it up, is like. The distance between fucking the sun and Pluto. That's how much nothing is in every atom. So it's like, it's mostly nothing or what we call That's what nothing. we know. I see what you're saying. But right again, I'm going to go back to Ben here. Ben's making valid points. I don't and believe there is nothing. I believe because we can't see the air that that's just what call it seems it nothing. like. Right. Yeah, right. but if we, you dig down to what you're talking about. There's something. Still, there's a limit to what we can see. Right. And also, that's a great point because we can't see so electrons. It's a mathematical equation. We can't actually no, see. Ben that is shit. spot right. on. Here. So in a hundred years, if they create these super microscopes, they're gonna be like, "Oh, those dumbasses back in the year 2021 thought this was nothing." Right. And they'll know, like, it goes on. Like, there's always smaller. There's always something. Because right. same all, thing with you go all, bigger. It's Best all thing one. about the fucking it's men all in black. one thing. The end was perfect, and it's so true. Like, yeah. Well, we don't know how much is going on inside of every atom. It could be an entire galaxy or a whole nother universe if you can zoom in enough. Yeah, so That's why the, couldn't it just go? Why couldn't it? Of course. Of course it could. Of course it, of course it does. <laughs> I would love to talk to <laughs> what someone. What are we talking about? Well, because not everybody believes this. So I'd be curious, like, what what is the argument? I guess that people just want to believe that God controls everything. I don't why? even get what I think is even funny is when a scientist is like, about it. when they're like, the universe is this big. Oh, really? They changed so what's, what they call the universe. So I what's think. behind? Okay, whatever you want to call it, then, Matt, you get my point. Whatever layman's terms, a, a normal person would consider the quote unquote universe. You get what I say by that. All right. The average person knows what I mean when I say the universe. Anyways, my point will always be what is behind where you think it ends. Right. There is well, something. Are well, you kidding me? You think when, space, when you say there's nothing, then that's still something. So again, right. what are you talking about? Space and time are the impossible. They're made up because it's impossible for us to grasp the infinity of those two things in either direction. And it goes back to Bing. That's the universe right there. It is just Bing, motherfuckers. Like, that's it. It's right here. <laughs> 
Bang, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, call it a night. Jeez. <laughs> Let no, me think on this. This is already too much for all to handle. So, no, but it's yeah, just the infinity of space and time is where. <laughs> like it, how I said that, like it wasn't going to be on the podcast, right? Okay. Like, hey guys, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> they are not going to be able to take all this. Sorry, they're already like thinking about stuff more than they've ever thought about. I need to let these guys go to sleep tonight. You know, I'm just joking. We can keep going. <laughs> I, no, I but there are. There's plenty more. of people that have thought about this, or maybe they will. I mean, looking into. Because this isn't something that, like, we all just were born and knew. Because our, our theories have changed over the years. And, and like, I felt like I knew what I really believed in until, honestly, the last, like, month. And then I started reading these other right. books that I had never read anything like Power of Now or the book by Alan Watts. Like, I never read anything and so, like, I've always known, eh, that's out there. I get it. But then, like, now reading, I'm like, so what's going to happen in five years? Like, are we going to listen to this and be like, we were totally missing the boat on maybe this or that? There's got to be. Because the way I... There'll I'd- be plenty of things that we missed the boat on. But, like, to me, this sort of stuff has pivoted a few times in my life. One was growing up. And then two was when I took astronomy sophomore year in college, everything changed for me or astronomy freshman year college. When I studied the universe, essentially, I was like, what are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, when you really started looking into how far away galaxies are and how far away we are from other stuff and you really start to put it into perspective, how small the world is and you really actually sit and think about it and don't just deny the facts that are, how does that not unravel your brain? And like, that was just like a turning point in my life is when I studied it in college straight up. Yeah, it can't it it can't really be grasped. It can't. It's something you have to experience is the best way to put it. It's not something you can truly think about and understand the infinity of time and space. You have to you have to just. Experience I got, it. I you can't. Off. Sorry, no, you can't. You nah, can't. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> You can't just <laughs> go ahead, Nick. What do you need to get off your chest? <laughs> okay, let's see. Exactly, exactly. But so even if you believe like the Big Bang was a one-time event, and and all of it the seems atoms and the energy, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go. I gotta get it off, man. I gotta get it off. Just because it's too late now after my college spiel, but like I gotta become. <laughs> Before I forget, I gotta be, I can't even <laughs> say it. You got me. What are we though. doing here? I'm ruining, I'm ruining this podcast. Good. But um, no, I gotta become like a college spokesman. Are you kidding me? Like everybody's like, oh, college is a waste of time. I'm telling everybody on this podcast, college is changing my life by studying <laughs> hey, it. I going? walked out with a degree. I've been promoted twice because of it. If you people who are like college is a waste of time, well, you don't know how to, you don't know what you're doing. I love like, college. I don't know what to tell you. It's a perfect. <laughs> I tried transition. to stay forever. As far as I'm concerned, the whole <laughs> yes, you did. No, I mean, like as far as I'm concerned, the system's flawless. 
you go to school with your parents, then you go to like a semi school where you kind of take care of yourself and then you grow up and be an adult. I mean, what is everybody arguing about with college? It's a good system. You learn shit. You learn a lot of stuff. You get to hang out with a bunch of new people, figure out how to pay bills, figure out how to budget. And then you also kind of have to work a little bit. Then all of a sudden you become an adult. Like, it seems like a pretty smart transition. They kind of thought it through. America's not so bad, everyone. So just throwing that out there, too. Again, America, baby. All right, but Matt, the, back to, you back also to don't lives. have to go like if you don't want well, to. That's Why the other do people thing. complain about well, it? Well, I just don't, don't go. What is the hater? <laughs> the hater rate on college is what I guess I just you don't, don't need it like you used to need it. But no, but it's just, not a bad thing if you use it right. I just don't get this. There's a lot of haters out there on the old college education, and I'm here to still defend it in good old 2021. You want to go to college? Good for you. Go do it. It's a fun time. You learn a lot of shit. And college has been the least I've excelled in my whole life, and I'm still promoting it. So They go get some sort of liberal arts degree and can't get a job. And then well, they bitch about mis- college. Yeah, well, you got to go and like work at college. You can't just like not get something that matters. <clears throat> if you just want to go to college to learn about that shit, that's cool. Don't expect you don't expect it to get you a job unless you get a degree that's clearly going to get you a job. Right. Just because you have yeah. a degree doesn't mean you're getting uh, a job. Go get a it. psychology degree and then be like, somebody hire me. Why? Yeah. Right. No, you can go learn about <laughs> psychology. That's cool. Yeah, that's But great. then don't expect that degree to get you a job. There's only certain degrees that are going to get you jobs. Maybe that's what people don't understand. They just think if I get a degree, it will get me a job. Hmm. And that's yeah. not necessarily. Okay. Well, you better get a business yeah, You degree. didn't know that's what they were thinking. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I guess yeah. I didn't. What were they doing then? Well, I didn't guess. Nope, that's yeah. what people do. Or they go and they just put themselves in massive debt for a job that's going to pay them $20,000 a year. It's weird. Why would this what people, because people don't think it through and then they're going to bitch about college, not their own decisions. Right. Cause then it's, it's college's fault for charging mm. $40,000. Like, well then don't pay it. Just don't. Go. I see. I see. Interesting. Go, go get a job. That's where it all comes from. Really? It's people's yeah. decisions. It's not. The, they the issue, have a scapegoat, bro. If we're, if we're going to go down education, <laughs> the issue here, I have, here we go triggered it. We, <laughs> well, I do teach. I hate that colleges are so heavy on like ACTs and SATs because that will totally deter someone from going to school. Now, also, if you're going to have the SAT like be a huge factor and your GPAs, you're forcing the high schools to live and die by standardized tests. And so, but right. that doesn't give the full view of what a person, you know, what they're capable of or who they are, but it takes more work to build a, like a profile or a portfolio. It's easy to be like, Oh, you got a 22 on the ACT and you had a 3.5 GPA. That means you get in school and we'll give you $4,000 scholarship. Congratulations. But like to look at a profile and be like, Oh, this guy did this. And he, he was the captain of his soccer team and he was in honor roll. I don't know, like building it all together. You could have a totally different high school experience. They would be more geared towards like really learning and creativity and, you know, things like that. Like, and once you get that base knowledge, then you can get into the critical thinking. But like right now we, we teach people calculus right. in high school. Why? I did it pre-calculus. Like, I calculus. did it. It may make sense for an Silly. engineer. Yeah. 
So right. if you're like, I'm a math guy, I want to go learn everything I can about math because I know that's going to make me money in the future. Well, it probably will because math is super valuable. Then go do that. But the guy that he doesn't even know what two plus two is, but he can draw an amazing picture. It's like, and eh, you're going to have, you, it's an option to take art your freshman year, but you're, you're going to take pre-calculus. You better <laughs> fucking believe it. And he's never going to use it. So why not let him flourish what he's capable of? Well, I mean, they, the whole system you're talking about, society takes care of that. It's just not the school system. That's how society works, though. You provide the value, you'll get rewarded as long as you know how to I, I get agree. the value to other people. The reason, and the reason what I'm argue, is that there is colleges are, art are cramping what he can take. Let's go, let's, let's go one at a time. Go ahead, Nick. I'm just saying to to play devil's advocate there. They do have art classes for him to take. I mean, those are options. He I can know do I'm that just, at school and they I just feel like that. What I'm saying is the colleges, by the way, they what they value. It but you affects also, what high so school is. Let's look what at they, let's, what they let's have. You're not going to get that out, Ben. You're no. not going to get to say no, your thing. I'm going to I know. He's I'm going. saying I'm you gonna, get I'm required. Going, well, why don't we let rec- the, the listeners hear what he has to say? <laughs> First, I just don't like that you're required to do these things like learn about like I I know pre-calculus, that stuff is an easy target, but like geometry and yes, it's I guess it would be good to have a base knowledge that. But why would that be more important? And we don't talk about money management in school. They call it personal finance. They teach you how to balance a checkbook, maybe like no one has a checkbook. Like that shit is unnecessary. But why? guess what? My bank balances that shit for me. I don't need to. Right. But <laughs> well, we're not. We don't teach them like what good debt versus bad debt is, or you know, just right. financial. So, so anyway, and I'm I said this. So that's fine and that's cool. And I said this to Matt the other day. Look, everybody blames the schools for too much shit. Stop putting everything on the damn schools. Where does parenting come into play? Where does teaching your kids some shit every once in a while when they're at home come into play? Like, or look, just schools can only go so far. Yeah. Or have Johnny go figure some stuff out on his own, too, because he's a person. I agree. So, like, look, let's chill out on the schools a little bit, everybody out there, you and everybody else. And also, what do you want the colleges to do if they start going based on this subjective bullshit that you're talking about? All of a sudden they're getting sued because they let one guy in who didn't get another guy in. And now they're like in a discrimination thing. So you have to think about it that way, too. So sorry, but America's fucked them like that. So they can't do that anymore. So but also, like, I really don't like when everybody hates on the school system so hard. The kids only got five or six classes the teachers only got like 30 minutes with them really because the other 15 minutes they're telling that the other kid to shut the hell up okay glad we just made them through the day and they're all still alive let's be real and we fed them and they're all still breathing now the parent needs to go home and parent and talk to the kid and tell him hey i'm gonna read this book you should read this book we're gonna talk about it after you know, like, and then let's talk about what I'm doing for our family to manage our finances, because you need to be on the loop because eventually you're going to be running this. So you need to know, like, the moves I'm making. I know you're only five, but I don't care. I'm not going to treat you like you're five. I'm going to tell you right now, this is the things we're doing. So when you're a grown up, it's not all of a sudden brand fucking new to you. Okay. Stop putting that on the school system to manage that. That's super relative, especially when somebody's making $30,000 and the other kids making the other people's making 3 million. Really? You want the school system to teach everybody how to money manage? Really? 
Like, no, that's different. That's subjective. Nick's of yelling the at the same. Nick's yelling at the same person I was earlier. I'm just saying, though, like, I just don't like <laughs> this me, whole, like, there's too many people that hate <laughs> on the school system. Like, what can the school system well, really here's do? The thing. How much right. money do they really have? How much are they paying their employees? How much just how effective can we really Also, one here? quick thing. Also, if you really hate it that much, you fucking do it. That's an option. You do the school. You teach them school. That is an option. Well, right. But I, so from an, since I, like, from an educator standpoint, I... I feel like there's a better chance that schools could change things for the better than parents change. Because I think parents, a lot of parents suck and they don't yeah. do. So, so but, you expect but, more from your school than your parents. Like, come yes, on, where does, because where does the, okay, we were high school, man, because we on, are dude. educators. We chose but, this field. I don't know. dude. And it's I'm our job saying. to make it the best possible thing. And so what can I change? I There's can change gotta, by the way I a, teach or the way I can influence my school. That's the level I'm at, but I right. can't change, you know, 2000 parents. I can't but, change what they, I like, can't go around the, every but that's parent. Just, the problem is that's just the mentality of America. Well, it's not well, I, my fault. I'm going to blame the school system. I'm going to blame my job. But see, I'm, I'm blaming, some, I'm hard on like, the school system and I'm part of it. That's no, and I so know I'm that, like, I'm this is sure what needs to change in my profession. I'm sure there is, but I also if I think own my own whole... school. I would run it a lot differently. I would run it like society. But like, do you think these principles are given like that sort of privilege? No, they're think, not. Now I'm saying it's think, at a state Do you level. think even like these school boards are given that sort of privilege? Like, come on, man. They're like in like only a, private schools because they're they not are working for funded. the government. Right. There's a school out in San Diego. It's called <clears> High high point or high port or something like that that is unbelievable that i've studied before they, they do the this. right stuff it's amazing yeah they're amazing they they incorporate history with math with they they incorporate like everything all in one and so you're learning it all together instead of learning it like chunked up anyways they're amazing interesting I love the Montessori See, So there's model. good schools. There's some there. great schools out there. Yeah, absolutely. We just need to transition the public schools because a lot of the great stuff that's going on is private. Or we need more private money. You want to start a school a different way? Come to me. I'll help you out. I've studied this stuff too. <laughs> but like not even all these private schools are really even doing like that much different of stuff than public schools. A lot of them aren't. Now, this one might be. No, there's a lot of them aren't. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, I'm not here to say there's not plenty of flaws. I just think we need to tilt the scales back a little bit off the school system. I got the you. parents got need you. to take a little bit more ownership no, of their own. Take a ton of ownership. Damn kids and what and how your kid turns out. than blaming it on the school system. You sound like a freaking idiot. And like you have way more Which time with most your people kid. are victim idiot losers. So but, there you okay, go. Well, here I am trying to change their mentality, I guess, you know, so just and I hate the people who are like, well, my kids just turned out the way they did. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, gosh, well, it was they... always harder for me. I felt like to blame parents until now being a parent. Now I know, you know, me is only three, three and a half. But like it's it's totally different when you hear people talk about 
parenting. Not that you're wrong, Nick. But Matt, remember I told you before, like Andy Frasilla was pissing me off because he's like, yeah, Saying talking how about how to raise his kids, and basically. all of his employees are his kids. Do you feel that now? Is Audrey the same as the rest of your employees? I listened to that episode though. It's not really what he said. It wasn't, I know, like, just, it but I'm asking you your opinion. Of course not. Right. So it's like it's just different. But I agree with you, Nick. Like you have to like if Mia misbehaves now. I understand it, but I don't blame her. I'm like, okay, maybe we didn't get enough rest. Maybe we didn't eat good enough. Maybe she's got to do this or she's hot. Like, I'm never like, oh, she she threw a tantrum with Grandma Judy. She's an idiot. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, it's like I take I take ownership. Of Mia that. said that about Judy. No, no, I don't. I'm saying I don't say that about Mia. Like, oh, this idiot kid is out of control. I wish somebody would. What did he do say? I'm about sure. it. Am I tripping? Yeah, you lost it. You to- you tripping. You tripping hard. But I, all I'm trying to say is, you know, you take ownership of it. I think you're right, dude. So let me say yeah, this. I wish, I wish more parents would do that. Like you were saying how some parents just say, oh, my kid just turned out this way to do. So this comes back to the nature versus nurture discussion, which we were just, I was out at dinner last night for Sumner's birthday. It was with Sumner, Zach, Wyatt, all the ladies, Brianna. Brianna and I were talking about this this morning in bed. We were discussing, she brought it up. She's like, how much do you think is nature versus nurture? So I'm actually going to bring this, and I did this with her as well. I'm going to bring this back to the point that we were talking about before school, which is nature versus nurture. Meaning how much is it, are you born with and how much of it is from your environment, right? I would just say this. It's really your nature is your genetic potential. What is there genetically when you're born? What is the potential to be realized? Nurture is quite simply, if you really think about it, how much of that genetic potential is realized, so at the end of the day, it's all one thing. You can't have the genetic potential be realized without the genetic potential there in the first place. Those two things are really just two sides of the same coin at the end of the day. It's all really just one thing, the nature that happens or the nurture that happens um, afterwards. That's if you want to call it afterwards. Interesting way to put that. Dude, I Matt just, <laughs> Matt's on his A game tonight, baby. These Holla. words, these words just started flowing out of my mouth this morning in bed, and I was like, "Damn, that's good stuff." I'm saying that's pretty yeah. good. I need to get I've that been, on the podcast tonight. <laughs> I've been reading some good shit. Holy that was going to be his sure, final thoughts that we ended sure. earlier. <laughs> no, I well, what I was talking about was space and time and the infinity of it. But no, that's um, that's. To get to get us, you know, back where we wanted to be. Right. Yeah. We nature versus way. nurture. Mm-hmm. Good way to reel us back in. Thank you. It's sir. all. It's all. It's all part of the same thing. It and that goes back to what I was talking about with you're the sack of skin versus the oxygen you're pulling in. At what point does that oxygen become you, and what point is it right. not you? It's all one thing, really, because yeah. you don't have the oxygen. Well, all of a sudden, the sack of skin is going to be a little different. You know. Right. The heart's going to stop beating. Or you'll be a different working. or you'll be a different form of of you, quote unquote. Right. Right. I'm with it, man. 
I can't get enough of Sack of Skin. <laughs> I, we, if we ever like do a spinoff, we should call it Sack of Skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But let's. How about this? Do you guys? How about some practical? Um, some practical how tips to, to how like, to get in the moment. Got it. Yeah, how to get on in the it, moment Matt. and how to the actually best way feel to get in the what moment. We're talking about is to work out. On, one more thing. One more thing. I agree with that, but um, <laughs> what was my one more thing going to be? It was going to be good. You started gonna, with something with a sack of skin. Yeah, something with a, <laughs> a sack bloody of skin. sack of skin. <laughs> oh boy! No. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick. It's to work out. No, because like you become. And again, I'll go back to the power now here. Like you're with the body and the body, you know, he says, like, if you're just feeling your body, you're clearly in the moment and you, and you know, what's always funny is Ben, remember you used to always say like, dude, you always seem to like really know what's going on in your body. And then you've always (laughs) said you're always really happy. And I'm now figuring out, well, it's because I've always been so present. That's why I've always been so happy. It's like all correlating now, you know, like as we just unravel it really, but to me it's and i think that's why i've always loved working out is it just puts you in the moment like matt we can go work out for an hour and a half and it feels like it was a week and a half because you're just going through you're just so in every single moment like it's just you know that to me is the best practical way next would probably be reading which i think is another thing you just draw into the moment if you're doing it right i do at least like if you're paying attention to what you're reading as long as you're being the watcher making sure your brain's not focused on other things and you're in that moment that's another way to do it personally for me work work brings me into the moment because sales is just a fucking high for me and managing is a fucking high for me and i'm so in the moment so present from each thing i have you're just taking it in you're like okay this is the issue this is what i can do about it let's do this rather than being like that, that's a way to do it in the moment. A way that you would be out of the moment is you're like, okay, this is happening. Oh, fuck. How did we get here? How did this happen? How right. did we get to this? Or, uh, okay, this is happening. Oh, fuck. Like, great. I'm going to have to deal with this at some point. That sucks. You know, that's where just taking the action keeps you in the moment. You're like, okay, this is the situation. What am I going to do about it? I'm going to do this. Okay, let's do it. Boom. That's how you stay in the moment. So I, I will say the thing that, helps me is to focus on my breathing i really i've always liked meditating um call it mindfulness meditating whatever right but i i think that helps i like i've been trying to really try to do like 15 minutes a day <clears throat> i don't hit nice. every day but i try and dude i don't know just i think whenever i do feel myself going off and thinking about stuff i shouldn't if i just go back to few deep breaths smoke focus on my breath in and out of my nose it just reminds it just snaps me back and i think that's that's been huge for me when i'm hooping so i have when i'm doing anything before sorry ben but maybe that's why i like smoking control you gotta focus on that breath control you can do that without smoking too brings you into the moment i've done i will say this as well if you're if you want never thought of it though I think we all would highly recommend meditation or mindfulness as a practice. Um, 
I don't know if we all do it as much could as we ima- like. Could you imagine somebody saying that statement? <laughs> what I hate? <laughs> what are you talking about, boy? I hate. Being but that's another. <laughs> that's another thing that's that's super taboo. Is like meditating. Oh, that's what they do. That's what Hindus do, or the monks, that's what Muslims. Me do. and Matt live in San Diego, California. Well, so it may be, but in, yeah, maybe. in the Midwest, it's. You know, people yeah, think well, you're ben, weird. It's you're weird for not being obese too, bro. So that's true. Like, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, what I was gonna say <laughs> is, am I it's, wrong? It's just it's going. I guarantee to be... you, Ben's like no, the you're hot right. Teacher at battle, guaranteed. You know why guaranteed. would that be surprising? No, I'm just saying. Of course like, I am. That's that's my point. So of course, <laughs> the implying that I'm not good looking is that what he's trying to say? You seem to get better with age. It's impressive. I, I know you're trying to say, but I don't I understand do. it. I do. Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. Nick will cut you off. Well, you got about yeah, twenty here. seconds. Twenty? Yeah, right. If I could get twenty yeah. seconds, you guys say too good of stuff. It erupts me every time. <laughs> what I was gonna say is, Ben says he takes fifteen minutes to meditate, but a great way to start. And the breathing is a great way to do it is just sit there and take one breath and just think about breathing in. Let's all do it right now. I'm doing it. Breathing out. (laughs) He says I'm doing it. And they literally say, (laughs) I'm breathing. No, to just do. (laughs) And actually, hey, that's a great point right there is is breathing Breathing is that that passage mm. that makes you realize everything's one thing because yes, are you doing it or is it happening to you? Because if right. you're not thinking about it, it goes on anyway. Right. right. But if you do think about it, you obviously can force breath in and out and hold your breath. Right. So it's like, are you doing it or is it happening? Mm-hmm. Or does that not really matter? God's mm. plan. But anyway, what I was going to say is just take one <laughs> A good a good way to start is like just stop and just take one breath where your only focus is your breath. You're not thinking about the shit you got to do or the shit you just did. Just think about that one breath. And honestly, just that beginning practice of mindfulness of just thinking about the moment, the breathing in, you feel it go into your in down into your belly and then you breathe out. And you're in the moment for at least those few seconds, which are start. just clock time. The few seconds that that time when you're actually in the moment, if you're truly thinking about your breath is eternity. You know what I mean? You're not thinking about you realize it when you come out, when you've really delved into this, that it's like, oh, that was only so like you said, 15 minutes clock time. But when you're doing it, you're not thinking about time at all. No, there is no there is no time. No, it's just you're it's, you're so when you can get when you can really get so into the moment, it's it's what they like what Jesus and God are talking about with eternal life. Right. You're feeling it all. You're living you're living your whole life in that moment because that is the only moment that you have that there is not only that you have, but the only moment that there is is this moment right now. So we appreciate you guys spending it with us on this podcast, by the way. So, Shout Nick, out. have you read anything on Flow by Stephen Kotler? I actually bought it. It's sitting there on... Which one did you get? I, the, I don't know. I bought it. The, the one you suggested. 
Hold on. I can grab it once. Rise of the one Superman. you suggested about not the Rise of Superman, the other the one. The other one. Oh, the art of the impossible, I think is what it's called. That one, and then there's a book, Matt. And I don't know if I told you about it, but uh Breath by James Nestor is nice. awesome. It's there all about go. breathing and there he gives different breathing techniques at the end. And you know what's gonna be really, really funny really is when this is like a brand new one that you guys have not even Nick ordered the wrong book. What name is that? Flow. Who wrote that? It's called it's it's Flow. The psychology of optimal experience illuminates the way to happiness. Does he not have so, a name? Not, not <laughs> no, so suspense. The suspense here. Is it Mihai Chick sent Mihai? Yeah, it's pretty crazy like that. It's Mihali. Chetsen? Yeah, that's me. good. Ben, that's ben pronounced it correctly the first. That's time. the that's original. Him. Yeah, that's the original nice. guy. I actually haven't read that. I need to read. Mihali, chick so sent Mihai chick sent me. Yeah, it's flow. The psychology of optimal experience. Yes. I mean, I mean, come on, it's got to have some good stuff in there. No, that's my that'll next, be. That's, that's my the foundational work of it. No, that's okay. I do okay. want to actually give some some book recommendations on this stuff. This is the shit. When I say I've studied happiness, this is kind of like a, a very uh, basic piece of it. So it's more fundamental than the other things that I thought I was getting when I was, when I thought I was learning about happiness and I was becoming happier. This shit is more fundamental and just more of like a, it's, it, it's, a, it's the foundation in my opinion. So I would say if you are interested in being happy, or, you know, this this what we're discussing here in this entire episode. If you're still listening, you, you're probably somewhat interested. Or you're just one of our loyal listeners. You're like, man, I hope they get on something better. Uh, <laughs> mindfulness. And actually, I mean, I'd recommend this to both of you as well. This is the only book that I've ever bought for Brianna. It's called Mindfulness, an eight-week plan for finding peace in a frantic world by like Mark a, Williams. A jab at himself. <laughs> I'm a bad, I'm a bad fiance. I've bought, this is it guys. This, this is the only thing I've only done for her. Book I've bought. I it's mean, more, I don't do much for her guys. Trust it's me. more <laughs> to show how I think this is a great <laughs> entry point to this subject. I wish they could see the faces that Ben makes. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? That's if you ever wonder, like, what is Nick laughing about now? 90% of the time it's Ben. That is the only reason I do this podcast. Is so once a week I get to see Ben. It's the funniest thing ever. The I hottest swear. teacher at battle. So you gotta get a look at him. <laughs> Top five for sure. Uh, no, it's just I don't even know what it is about the guy. It's ridiculous. So it's called mindfulness. <laughs> it's gonna move by, on by <laughs> Mark Williams and Danny Penman. I think that is a great starting point. Um, it's a really easy way to get you into meditation. Yeah. Um, I think it's excellent stuff. They break it down. It starts with just focusing on like your body. Like you were saying, Nick, you just lay there, you go through a guided meditation. It's all explained why you're doing it beforehand. It gives you like weekly tasks, tasks to focus on. It just helps you. Um, like a practical I'm more thing. mindful yeah it's extremely practical that's why yeah. i love it like like we're reading the book and it's like holy shit this is a lot you know what i mean you got to have a baseline before you jump into alan watts the book. oh yeah that can't be your first no adventure so that's why the saying, power of mind, now like i don't think i would have understood great. that 
Have you, no, did you ever I read, read uh, John Kabat Zinn? Wherever you are, or wherever you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, check that one out. That's good shit. All right. Have you ever read The Untethered? No. I guess your dick's is, bigger than mine after this all. Is, <laughs> <laughs> I got all of these books. No, but this is... Where did he even pull that one out from? Dude, Matt always wanted to be a magician. He's doing it. He's shown six or seven books in this book. I've been to his apartment. It, it's not that big. I don't know where these are from. That's why he can reach it all. He pulled his whole stack over. He sleeps on them. Yeah. I can't Absolutely. wait to show how many books I am. This will be what I pass down to Audrey. When I die, hopefully she's read them. Stealing them when I come out. So So mindfulness, in my opinion, mindfulness (laughs) is a great start. Um, Then, then you can get into (laughs) Power of Now, The Untethered Soul, the book by Alan Watts. That says it. (laughs) But I've you can do it too. (laughs) I've reread. (laughs) I just reread The Power of Now in in the last month. Just reread the book. Finished it today. I've read The Untethered Soul multiple times. These are really fucking, I mean, these are great fucking books that are just, yep, in my opinion, <laughs> extremely useful. <laughs> oh, there, oh, there it, is. it is. There's what the stack. stack. <laughs> I brought this one too in case we were going to get more into the, Good. the Jesus side of no. things. No, no. No, we're not That's... doing that. Mary, did you know that your baby boy? Matt knows that's my favorite song, dude. I, know, I literally always the remix is really. I, it was funny. What did I say the other <laughs> Mary, day, Matt? Did you know, no, 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 no. That your baby, baby boy? Keep going. All right. Well, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. I was telling Matt, I need to know more lyrics considering. I sing that song. It's your favorite the, song ever. I sing it. Well, it's funny. I was like, you know, I can get addicted to that for weeks, months, years. Wait, no, it's been 29 years. I've been addicted yeah. to that song. That's my favorite song, dude. Period. Have that. That was four heart, words. <laughs> oh, I guess eight words. I forgot about the other part. He actually drops sometimes. He sometimes gets to it. <laughs> oh, shit. I think it's time for some closing thoughts. Yeah, you're right. I feel like we've barely scratched the surface on this, but just scratching it. But you're <laughs> right. Holy so shit! I told everything. you, Matt. We're gonna have to do another one. We're gonna do more podcasts, so don't worry. We can go yeah. into it again. You'll have more stuff to say. You did a good job here tonight. Great A stuff from you, Matt. I brought a good solid B plus performance. Well, let's see. Are these your closing thoughts? <laughs> yeah, he's grading everyone. That's what he's talking <laughs> And what did Ben get? He's always going to do know. it from now on. Too, well, great as well no, tonight was special. You guys need to keep your jobs tonight. Matt. Oh, that's see? right. He's trying to fire us before the podcast. He's oh, happy. Yeah. See, Ben? I lit a fire under Matt. He came ready today. <laughs> you know, shit. I was pretty impressed with the uh, impressed. Pretty impressed <laughs> with both of you guys' performances tonight. So, you know, good job. So, no, I'm not Respect. done. I have more closing thoughts. Go ahead. I'll, and I close. The, Drop them. I close oh, yeah, every he's episode. Last. He's I'm last. The closer, bro. I'm Matt, not entirely do- sure that that's true, but it is if true. If you've got some formulated closing thoughts, why don't you go ahead and give them to us? I've got some. It okay, is 100. Go First of all, no, we Nick's not going to give them. I am the closer. You're the opener. That's been established. What? what? 
episode are we on? Um, I don't years. know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we've done every time is what we're going to do every time. I don't know if you even remember all the episodes. I've listened to almost right. every single one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else listening right now is like, this guy still hasn't caught up, huh? <laughs> I like to, you know, just. I guess you get to hear it once at least. Dangle the carrot, you know. As we record it. <laughs> you never know when these guys are going to drop another one. So I like to just have one ready. <laughs> All right, Ben, go ahead. All right. So I would say, you know, with all this, um, wanted to just say, like, we're going to miss Grandpa. I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's been tough. It's been tough for me. I know it's been tough on you guys. and um, But, yeah, so he was just amazing. So just wanted to make sure I brought him back up. And then for sure. with the uh, religious or however you want to describe what we were talking about, spirituality. I just would say, you know, if you haven't looked into this stuff, just have an open mind and read some stuff that you don't necessarily, (laughs) or, you know, you're not going to necessarily agree with. And I think that's something I should probably do more is look into some stuff that, like, I don't believe. Like, I have not ever read the whole Bible. It's like, well, I'm judging something that maybe, you know, maybe there's more to it if I read it with a different lens. I don't know. So just like listen to opposing views on stuff like this and, and then think about it and talk it through with people you trust and just be, I think you'd be curious where your mind can go. Nice. I love it. That's, that's great. Um, yeah. I'm actually really glad you brought grandpa back up. So I think that uh, death, sucks for the living obviously the the death that i'm the least worried about is my own for me um i'm not i have no fear of death whatsoever if i die i mean if i die there's what what do i have to be concerned about you know like my the only reason i would fear my own death (coughs) for what it would do to the people that i that i love right um and as a living person currently, I can think about these things and think about, oh, it would suck. It would suck for you guys. It would really, it would suck for Brianna and Audrey, you know, my fiance and my daughter. That would be a major issue, right? I got, I got my life insurance so that, you know, if it happens, at least they have money and they don't have to worry about that, right? But then I'm not there. And then that they're going to um, have to go on with life without me. But if I actually die, and this is, this relates to the entire episode, like everything we talked about. If I die and the current state of consciousness that I'm in ceases to be, I'm not going to like be there thinking about, I'm not going to be there like, like I'm buried alive and it's just darkness and I'm like trying to bang and get out and I'm thinking about all the stuff I left behind. It won't be like that at all. It'd be like going to sleep and not dreaming. There'll be nothing. There, there's no concern of any of the stuff that has happened in my life. If there's no concern about everything I left behind, any pain I was in as I was dying, there's no more pain. Um, so I guess, I guess my closing thoughts are, and this does relate to all of it is um, I have no fear of death. Grandpa is not suffering in any way, shape, or form. 
he's suffering. We said how he lived a great life and he was one of the happiest people we've ever met, but he's suffering less right now than he ever did at any point in his entire life. There's no suffering happening for him whatsoever, right? There's nothing for him to suffer about. I'm not going to say I know what happens obviously when we die because I've never died. So I'm not going to claim that, but if you want to, you know, if you think about when, if an antelope dies, you're assuming that it's, line of conscious thought ends and the same thing happens to a person, then there's nothing to be concerned about and nothing to fear when it comes to death, because the you that you're thinking of now won't consciously be there to worry about that stuff. So I guess I'll leave it at, at that as far as, you know, space, time, death, religion. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that for tonight. Yeah. For tonight, we'll definitely talk about it again. So Job well done, gentlemen. Definitely want to end with Grandpa, for sure. Like, he will definitely be missed. Love the man to death. Touched a lot of people's lives. So, and he's still here, man. Like, he's still here with all of us. So, you know, it's not like he's gone. So, anyways, next, for the next time on the Palady Podcast, adios, amigos.